Hey everybody, this is Andrew from Reaching from the Bars podcast. This week we're joining the guys on the road to Hopkinsville, Kentucky, founded in 1804, as they cheer on Mary Helen Saunders and our very own Mabry Cook at the top of the box CrossFit competition. Listen in for some interviews with our favorite athletes, a bit of Dusty's games with a special guest, and of course, Caleb's cool content. Enjoy, everybody. listening pleasure reaching for the bars welcome to reaching for the bars podcast everybody this is one of your hosts caleb whitney i'm sitting here with our very own dustin labar and we're sitting in the back of a hyundai santa fe sport in hopkinsville slash clarksville kentucky supporting our buddy mabry cook at his top of the box competition along with Reaching for the Bars sponsored athlete, Mary Helen Saunders. They both just finished up the uh, lift event, which was one clean and three shouldered overhead. Dusty, how do you think the how do you think our boy did? Well, if you heard from the interview from Mabry, he hit 305. He did really good. Uh, put himself in as of right now fourth place, which is fantastic. Um, he's doing a great job so far. Mary Helen Saunders also doing a great job. I just want to take a minute and say that this portion of this podcast is brought to you by Bon Vive Spike Seltzer, Zero cool. Sugar. I'm drinking a cranberry. Caleb's drinking a black cherry. So, Caleb, in a fight, who do you think would win? Mabry or the guy that cleaned 350? Um, see, I don't know the guy that cleaned 350 that well. Obviously, he's much, much stronger than Mabry. I just want to say again, he's much stronger. 350 is a heck of a number. But um, I want to go with Mabry. Mabry's got that little bit of a, uh, I mean, I know him a little bit better. He's got that little bit of a side to him whenever he gets angry. I feel like he could uh, definitely set some damage to, to the young man. Yeah, he's got that farm boy strength. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So we're out here in the trunk of my car, uh, plugged into my iPhone. We're doing it ghetto style. Uh, recording this podcast so we're gonna come at you guys all weekend long with these clips um we hope you guys enjoy this little different uh type of podcast that we're doing while we're on the road and uh we will be back with you here shortly with another clip caleb do you want to tell us our other sponsor today um other sponsor is ford transit van it's gonna be a ford transit van i fucking knew it go ahead (laughs) whenever you need the best functionality in life you can haul tow Make it a camper or make it a 15-passenger van. Ford Transit Van will get you where you're going. Until next time. <laughs> and welcome back to another clip of Reaching for the Bars podcast. We're going to play a quick version of Caleb's cool content. So as you guys know, we are in Kentucky for, in Hopkinsville for Mr. Mabry Cook's competition. And Caleb's bringing you some cool content with some information about Kentucky. Caleb, let's hear your cool content. All right, guys. So, obviously, you've probably heard of the fact that Kentucky's called the Bluegrass State. But why is it called the Bluegrass State? 
It's called the bluegrass state because apparently, I did not know this, maybe you did not know it either, but bluegrass is a type of grass. Why they would call it bluegrass and the fact that grass is actually green is beyond me, but they call it bluegrass and Kentucky apparently has multiple rolling pastures of bluegrass, that type of grass uh, throughout the state. So that is why it is called bluegrass state. My mind is blown. I thought it was definitely something stupid. That's not stupid. <laughs> See, now I thought it was going to be because of maybe Kentucky, somewhere in Kentucky was the origin of blues music. So Bluegrass music, but that must have just originated in Kentucky. Yeah, apparently bluegrass, the type of grass, originated before bluegrass music. Maybe they played bluegrass music on bluegrass. That doesn't sound right. All right, that has been a quick episode of Caleb's Cool Content. Okay, we're back again. I'm here with Mr. Caleb. We're here with uh, Mary Helen Saunders and Mabry Cook. They just did a vet too. Let's stop with Mabry really quick. Mabry, second place in a vet in Heat two, or Heat two. How do you feel? I feel exhausted, but very proud of my accomplishment in the world of fitness. How do you feel that Rhino 5000 helped you in that workout? Uh, it made it tough on the burpees. Really an obstacle I had to get around. Uh, because of the erection? That's correct. That's correct. But also, they considered my chest getting down when I was hitting that down. It was like a little buffer there, so it's all good. Awesome, baby. It was great to watch you, sir. Hey, y'all gonna interview Mary Helen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it almost acted like a spring to help get back up off the ground. That's right. Ah, uh, like a pogo stick. Yeah, exactly. All right, now we're gonna move on to Mary Helen. Mary Helen, an event win. How do you feel? I feel amazing. She feels amazing. So, how does it go? You're in first place right now, I believe. Yes, tied with three other girls, but yeah. That doesn't matter. You're in first place right now, and your next event is when? The event or what time? What time? 5.26. And what is the event? It is handstand walk, double unders with three different ropes and triple shots. Okay, we're all wishing you good luck. Awesome job. Thank you. Bye. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, guys. Well... We're coming to you from the, what is the name of this hotel? Uh, town, town Place by Marriott. In uh, some place in Kentucky. Hopkinsville. Hopkinsville. Um, we are taking a break before we go to Mabry and Mary Helen's last workout, which will be um, 50, maybe 100, it's like double unders, handstand walk, double unders. With a different rope. With a different rope. And then... Something on the bar that the triple touches or the, uh, the uh, triple touch. Toes, it's a toes to bar, chest to bar, bar muscle up, and then another, and then another set of double unders, and then a final handstand walk. So that's our last event today. Uh, we've done some clips already. Uh, now we're just gonna we're back at the hotel, so we're gonna chat a little bit. Um, so let's talk about uh, the legs of the guy that I believe is in first place, dude. That guy's legs. I mean, he was wearing Nike basketball shorts, not like not like tight fitting CrossFit shorts, basketball shorts, and they were still getting caught over top of his quad. The dude was a freak. Yeah, he had the biggest quads I've ever seen. So, like, if you're thinking about it at home, think of like a Bud Light Seltzer regular can, and then think of a Bud Light Seltzer uh, 
Pounder. It's, that's what the difference is. Speaking of Bud Light Seltzer Pounder, this, this segment of Reaching for the Bars podcast is brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer Mango in 25 fluid ounce cans. If you feel like really getting a buzz, drink Bud Light Seltzer in 25 fluid ounce cans. So what else did you notice today in Hopkinsville? Um, I mean, Kentucky is uh, relatively a nice state. I think it's underrated. People don't, uh, people don't give it a shot. Because uh, I think it's just right above uh, Tennessee, so Tennessee has Nashville and kind of a big, big area for like country music and celebrities. Uh, but Kentucky's a nice little spot, honestly. It was, it's pretty. There's lots of bluegrass here. A whole lot of bluegrass. There is so much bluegrass. There's all the bluegrass. So Mabry is. Um, we're probably gonna get more segments from him, uh, possibly tonight. Um, but he's doing really well. He took worst case. I think he took. Eighth or ninth? Worst cases, he took ninth. Okay. Is he took second in that heat, and then uh, if ever if everybody technically beat him in the first heat, but we don't know. Um, so he's doing really well. Mary Helen's tied for first, and so everybody's doing really good. We're super happy with everybody's working out. Everybody here from uh, CrossFit Invigorate, uh, we believe or we know the best gym in the Huntsville area for sure. Uh, best athletes, and then also just the best programming and coaches in the in the general area. How many people do you think that you just saw had trucks that were bigger than their personalities? Um. Well, would you say would you say that they would be considered like a little little uh, little man or little person? Uh, not not under five foot with the hands, but. <laughs> Okay. Um, I would probably say upwards between 10. I would say I bet there's about 10 trying to compensate for something there. Penis size. Uh, yeah, that's what that's what I was getting at. I'm also going to institute the Nate Bargesi rule moving forward. And even though Mabry's not here, uh, we're going to say that he is part of it as well. Oh, for sure. So if he curses at any point, we'll make him drink. Even if he has to compete, we don't care. I mean, no, we we don't Screw care him. at all. Screw him. So, so a fun uh, fun little thing from today. Um, you guys, if you guys are out there listening, whenever you see Dusty next time, ask him about his fanny pack. See how he feels about it, because he found a fanny pack today, and he is extremely excited about it. I mean, it's it's the most versatile transport device that there that's in existence. I mean, I had. My phone, Laura's phone, my keys, my wallet. I had Laura's credit card in there, and it was all easily accessible by the front of my body, which Caleb doesn't like where I wear it there. I mean, it's called a fanny pack for a reason. I feel like you should wear it around your fanny. Can you search really quick? Do you have your phone on you? What is the origination of a or origination? Origination? Where's Andrew when I need him? Origination of the word fanny pack. So while we're here, let's take. A 30-second uh, Dusty's Corner. Um, everybody thought Mabry was going to get beaten that workout by everybody. So the guy that was in first place really got scared when Mabry started walking his ass down. Oh, dang it. Ooh. Oh. I'm not drinking That's that a 25-ounce. I'm not drinking that <laughs> Why aren't you? I will chug part of it. <laughs> dang it. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Ooh, Okay. So British English? Yeah. Fanny pack. So go ahead and read it. So um, according to dictionary.com, 
Despite the theory that this word derives from the name Fanny, it its use in British English is still considered taboo by many people and is likely to cause offense. Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. In the U.S., the word refers to the buttocks. So Fanny. Oh, okay. So they're, they're terming um, Fanny as far as British, British people call your buttocks Fanny, whereas the American population, there's probably different – Different terms, multiple different terms. So here they would call it a butt pack? Yeah, they'd call it a butt pack, basically. And then I see here also a bum bag is all is referred to in the U.S. as a fanny pack. So they call it a bum bag in Britain. Oh, I think we should definitely call it a bum bag here. I will no longer call it a fanny pack. I'm going to call it a bum bag from, from this exact moment forward, bum bag. I agree with that. I think uh, Region for the Bars is going to start that in the U.S. as far as calling it a bum bag. We're going to copy. I will give the British some credit because I'm not willing to do that usually. Um, but they originated bum bag. We're going to copy. Call it bum bag as well. So let's do a little role play. Okay. Caleb, you're going to ask me what I'm wearing around my waist. What are you wearing around your waist, Dusty? It's called a bum bag. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, do you like it? Yeah. I love putting things in my bum bag. How much can you fit in the bum bag? Uh, dude, I can fit so much in my bum bag. Like, so much. You should get a bum bag. Like, what kind of length can you fit in your bum bag? I mean, if my phone is, I mean, I guess at least eight inches. <laughs> I mean, at least eight inches. Minimum. That's a lot of room in your bum bag. I have so much room in my bum bag. <laughs> okay. Well, this has been fun. <laughs> I mean, I'm enjoying myself. So, this has been just our little recap of what's going on so far. We'll be back to you with more content. Reaching for the bars, this has been Dustin LaBar and Caleb Whitney. Peace. All right, we're back again on the road in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. We have a special guest with us, uh, Gabby Cook. Gabby, say hi to everybody. Hi. And we're also here with another co-host, Caleb Whitney. Hi. <laughs> nice. Caleb, Caleb killing it. We're going to play a quick game with Caleb and Gabby called Would You Rather? I'm going to ask a quick question. Gabby and Caleb are going to respond to it. Gabby, would you rather always need to sneeze but never do or always need to cough but never do? <laughs> um, I guess always need to sneeze. That's the wrong answer, Caleb. <laughs> I was going to agree with always need to sneeze. Okay, always need to sneeze. I feel like that's I the feel wrong like answer. I feel like you could just take a I hate breath. coughing. Yeah. <laughs> 55% of people said that was the correct answer. Oh, would you so rather... Are, are we still going? Yeah. Okay, would you rather... Clog the toilet on a first date or clog the toilet on your first day at a new job? <laughs> clog the toilet uh, on the job. On the first date. <laughs> on the first date. And the correct answer was on the job. Most people agree with Gabby. Oh. <laughs> Would you rather – that's a boring one. Let's not skip past that one. Would you rather be attacked by a shark or have your house robbed? Have my house robbed. Attacked by a shark. I feel like I'd take it. What's that? I feel like I'd take on a shark. Okay. The correct answer was – have your house robbed. That's the most <laughs> people said that. Would you rather have your own private jet or your own private island? Private island. Private island. You guys are correct. <laughs> oh, there's like a wrong and right to this? Well, there's more people. People who, like whoever agree with you. Obviously, oh. they, they said a game. Just a quick ad. Okay. Would you rather spend every minute for the rest of your life indoors or spend every minute for the rest of your life outdoors? Outdoors. Outdoors. And the correct answer was indoors. You guys are so close. Would you rather be a really fast writer or really fast reader? Really fast reader. Yeah, reader. 
Oh, other people said writer, 51%. Well, they're wrong. So. I feel like I have much to write about. Would you rather have your shirts always be a size, two sizes too big or two sizes too small? Too big. Too big. Too big. And the correct answer was too big by a large margin. 78% of people agree with you. If it's two sizes too small, you can't fit into it. Here's the last one. Would you rather have an intelligent partner or have a good looking partner? Gabby, be careful. Intelligent? The correct answer was intelligent, 59%. This has been Would You Rather with Gabby Cook. Thank you for playing, Gabby. Thank you. And Caleb Whitney. Hi. And myself, Dustin Labar. All right, guys, this is Caleb Whitney coming at you for Reaching for the Bars. I just wanted to bring a public service announcement to you. If you are under 5'6 and you drive a jacked up truck, please figure something else out for yourself. All right. I mean, come on now. Little man syndrome is a legit syndrome. They might make medication for it. You might want to look into it. Go see your family physician, whatever you need to do. Um, this is coming from a 6'4 guy that drives a Jetta. Obviously, I would rather drive an F-250, but I understand that I am secure in my masculinity and the fact that I don't need to drive a jacked up pickup truck. So again, if you drive a big old jacked up truck, pickup truck and you're under five, nine, five, six, whatever that height is, you need to go seek some family physician, get some, get some medical help. All right. We're just looking for you. This segment of Caleb insults a bunch of people has been brought to you by Rhino 5000. If you're not hard, get hard with Rhino 5000. All right, guys, welcome back. We're going to do a, a rousing game of Dusty's Games. Uh, this is going to be starring Caleb Whitney and another special guest, Gabby Cook. Hey. She's back again. <laughs> All right, this, epi or this portion of Dusty's Games is brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer and Monster Energy. If you're a bad friend coming to cheer your friend on at a competition, but you still want to have the energy, drink Monster Energy and Bud Light to be drunk. All right, guys. So this trivia for Dusty's Games is just tricky trivia questions. Okay. So I'm going to give you guys uh, um, an example to kind of tell you what we're looking for, and then you guys can go from there. So the first question that you're not going to answer, but I'm just going to give you an example, is what is always coming but mm -hmm. never arrives? The answer would be tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next answer. What can be broken but is never held? A baby. Oh, that's a bad that's one. That's dangerous. <laughs> Internet. Oh, wait. Uh, internet. Internet. The correct answer is a promise. A uh, promise. A baby's a bad one. That was a bad baby one. was a terrible answer. I'm not good what, on the spot. What word would you use to describe a man who does not have all of his fingers on one hand? Um. Para, Paralympic. That's it. Para Fingerless. <laughs> fingerless. The answer is normal because because people usually have half their fingers uh, on one hand. Uh, yeah. What can one catch that is not thrown? A cold. I was going to say that. You can say it. Sickness, yeah. The correct answer is a cold. That's yeah. a correct uh, answer. Yeah. <laughs> if a plane crashes on the border between the United States and Canada, where do they bury the survivors? Mexico. They don't. And the correct answer is they don't. You don't bury survivors. <laughs> oh. 
if it takes eight men 10 hours to build a wall, how long would it take four men? 20 hours? Um, 10 hours. <laughs> no time because the wall is already built. Oh, because the uh, eight men already built it? Yeah. <laughs> but um, shh. Yep, there you go. I don't even know how you read that one. Is it legal for a man to marry his widow's sister? Is it legal? Yes. A man to marry his legal no. sister. Uh, is it legal for a man to marry his widow's sister? It shouldn't be. I would say yes. Okay, yes. Widow's no. No. But since he is dead, it would be hard to do so. His widow. Oh. Because oh. he's dead. Oh, wow. Well, that didn't hit as hard as I was going to hit. <laughs> okay. How did the boy kick, kick his soccer ball 10 feet and then have it come back to him on its own? Using a string? A string. A hill? A hill. Actually, that's pretty good, Gabby. He kicked it up in the air. Uh, ah. But Gabby was pretty good. They didn't account for that answer. <laughs> How could a man go outside in the pouring rain without protection and not have a hair on his head get wet? He's bald. Ah, yeah, that's a good one. He's bald. The correct answer was he's bald. Kayla <laughs> with another answer. If an electric train is moving north at 100 miles an hour and the wind is blowing west at 10 miles an hour, which way does the smoke blow? West? West. Behind it, so south? It is an electric train and has no smoke. Ah. Oh. Okay, two more questions. Two more. Here we go. How is it possible that every single person in an airplane crash died, but two people survived? The airplane crash died. They weren't on the plane? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The two survivors were married. Let me read that one again because that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> How is it possible that every single person in an airplane crash died, but two people survived? The two were survived. Ah, I got it. They were married. Got it. Got it. Okay. I'll be honest. I just don't get it. I don't what, get it. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> what breaks and never falls, and what falls and never breaks? Rain. Rain. Uh, I don't know. Gabby says... I don't know. She says she doesn't yeah. know. Day breaks and night falls. Oh. That's good. Nice. Okay, nice guys. little riddle. That has been a quick episode of Dusty's Game starring Mr. Caleb Whitney. Hi. And Mrs. Gabby Cook. Thanks for having me. Until next time, reach for the bars. All right, guys. This is Caleb Whitney here with Dustin LaBar uh, coming back at you. What's up? Back at you with another segment. This segment is brought to you by Barbell Voodoo. They have great fanny packs, or AKA bum bags. And they also have long shorts for those of us with long appendages, if you know what I'm saying. All right, so. Long dudes. <laughs> so, in this segment, we're gonna play a fun little game. Uh, Would you rather again? Just the Reaching for the Bars edition, as far as just Dusty and myself. All right, Dusty, go ahead, take it away. All right, guys, another fun uh session of Dusty's Games. We're going to do Would You Rather again. Really quick rapid fire with me and Caleb Whitney. So we're going to start here. I'm going to ask the question. Caleb's going to answer, then I'm going to answer. Caleb, would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? 10 minutes. I also agree 10 minutes because I don't want to see what happens in 150 years. That's Great right. answer. Would you rather have telekinesis or telepathy? 
Telekinesis is the ability to move things with your mind. Telepathy is the ability to read minds. I want to say telekinesis. Yeah, I was going to say ability to read minds, but yeah, telekinesis is the right answer. I'd be able to move all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Would you rather team up with Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel and why? Um, Captain Marvel? Because she's Marvel and DC is not as good as Marvel. I'm also picking Captain Marvel because DC sucks. Would you rather be forced to – Shout out Mabry. Mabry. Would you rather be – he loves the Green Lantern. Mabry loves Green Lantern. If you see Mabry, ask him about Green Lantern. <laughs> um, Wait, the superhero or the superhero of the movie? I don't think it matters. <laughs> okay. I'll <laughs> uh, no, skip that one. Would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for, for a decade? Five years or coma? Jail for five years. I'd rather pick a coma for a decade and here's the reason why. Let me tell you. Because I don't want to be in jail at all. Because you just wake up from a coma and you're fine. Well, in my defense, I just watched Shawshank Redemption this morning. Yeah. So, I mean, was it this morning? No, it was last night. And, um, I mean, I don't know. It didn't seem that bad. The guy, the old man who was in jail for 50 years, whatever he got out of jail, he ended up committing suicide because he didn't know what life was without. I don't understand how that – how does that validate your argument? <sighs> I feel like jail isn't as bad as people make it out. I mean, not if you're 6'4 and really strong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Would you rather rather have everyone you know be able to read your thoughts or for everyone you know to have access to your internet history? Um, I feel like read your thoughts would be easier. But I'm going to go – I feel like read your thoughts would be harder. But internet history would be... I don't really care either way, honestly. I think internet history, I guess. I don't want anybody to see my internet history. Um, <laughs> all right. One more. Uh, would you ha- rather have universal respect or unlimited power? Unlimited power. Yeah, I don't care about respect. I want unlimited power. Because <laughs> with power, you can gain respect. And great responsibility. Ooh. Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. All right, this has been this has been Would You Rather with Dusty and Caleb, Reaching for the Bars Podcast. Until next time, bye. And welcome back. I'm here again with Mr. Caleb Whitney. Hi. Caleb says hi. Uh, Reaching for the Bars here again. Uh, we're going to play another rousing edition of Caleb's Cool Content with some questions about Kentucky. But first, let me tell you guys what this podcast is brought to you by for this clip. This is brought to you by Bon Vive. It's one of our normal sponsors. Um, it's got natural flavors, just 4.5% alcohol by volume. It's got zero sugar, but also it's gluten-free. That's important to me. I really look for a gluten-free type diet. Gluten is terrible. I hate gluten. Yeah, that, that keto life. Yeah, ride and die, keto life. All right, so Caleb's going to do some some facts about Kentucky. <clears throat> so, as we talked earlier, uh, Kentucky is called the bluegrass state because of the majority of type of grass, bluegrass. But did you know that Kentucky was a country before it ever became a state in the United States? It was a country? It was a con- country. They were the Kentuckians. Is that real? Did you make that up? <laughs> no, that that's legit in this uh, article that I have here from factpackers.com. 
fact packers. Because if you want your facts packed, come to fact packers. <laughs> so, my question for the Dusty Labar is, <clears throat> what year did K- Kentucky actually become a state? All right, well, first, <clears throat> I'm going to have to ask Andrew. Andrew, what year did Hawaii become a state? Um, well, I think Hawaii became a state in 1959, followed by Alaska. All right, well, that helps. I'm going to say became a state in 1844. So, according to this um, website, it at the 1st June of 1972, Kentucky became this number of states. In the United States, so 1972. 1972. That's what it. That's what it says. Kentucky wasn't a state in the 50s, 60s. I think it was. I think it was registered as a country, and then in 1972 they registered it. Maybe I guess I don't know. Did you hear that, Andrew? Kentucky wasn't a state until 1972. Which it became. Which number of state did it become? I'm gonna say, golly, in 72. Must have been the 47th state. It was the 15th state. The 15th in 72? That seems crazy. That's what it says here. I'm not saying that's correct, but that's what it says. Um, So according to this, Kentucky used to be a country before it became a state of the U.S. After the Revolutionary War, it became a part of the Virginia state. Oh. So before, so before it branched off and became its own state, it was a part of Virginia State. Oh. That's why it was such a late find. That makes total sense. So the next question, probably one of the most famous or the famous uh, city in Kentucky is Louisville, Louisville, however you want to pronounce it. How many different pronunciations would be considered correct for the famous city in Kentucky? I'm going to say there's seven pronunciations. There is five pronunciations. Dang it. What are they? Does it, does, does it do it phonetically? Yes. Right, I'm going to read them to you guys. Louisville, 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 and Louisville. Nailed it. Nailed it. Do you, do you know what king Louisville was named after? King Louis. I mean, I guess technically that could be correct. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The 20th. King Louis the... 16th? 16th. Is that the 16th? X, XVI. Yeah. So I think that's 16th. I think that's 16th. Yes, yeah, Louis the 16th. That makes sense. Uh, our last fact here. The Woodland people are the first people of Kentucky. So in the course of time... Different types of people lived in Kentucky. Back of the hundreds years, there are several different types of people that lived in Kentucky. At the very first, the woodland people, the indigenous people of North America, lives in the state of Kentucky. So, That's very interesting, Caleb. I mean, yeah. It's Kentucky's, <laughs> Kentucky's an interesting state, I suppose. Yeah, it's got bluegrass. It's got indigenous people. It was the 15th state in 1972. I mean, these are all incredible things about Kentucky. It also has a hotel. Some of you may know as the Holiday Inn Express. Holiday Inn Suites. Oh, sorry. Holiday Inn and Suites. Um, 
But we're having a good time here. That has been another rousing episode of Caleb's Cool Content. Until next time. All right, guys. Welcome back. We're here on day two of the Top of the Box competition. Uh, this is Dustin Labar here with... Caleb Brittany. Caleb says hi. Yeah, well, that's like a thing. You got to say it. Hi. Perfect. Um, so event, the first event of day two has already gone off. Mabry took sixth place overall in the event. Mary Helen took first place overall. Mary Helen is sitting in second place out of first by five points. Mary or Mabry is sitting seventh place, just uh, 16 points out of making the final six or final six event. I think uh, I think Mary Helen is sponsored by a certain podcast. I think there's only one podcast that sponsors Mary Helen. Is it the Joe Rogan Experience? Oh, he's not even on the level. Uh, is it Reaching for the Bars podcast? That sounds familiar. I think Mary Helen is sponsored by Reaching for the Bars podcast. And I guess technically Mabry is also sponsored by Reaching for the Bars podcast. I mean, if we have to claim him, I guess we can. He's part. He's doing a great job. He is. Uh, Caleb, what is your f- analysis of day two's first event? So, so far, guys came out hot. Mary Helen, great at AMRAPs, did a fantastic job. Uh, the first workout was like three separate three-minute AMRAPs, and then uh, got right in there and destroyed all the other girls. No one really had a shot against her. Maybe did great. It was a good workout for him. I think going forward... This is going to be a good day for Mabry, having that thruster bike workout back-to-back. We have a special guest, Kat Conway, listener <laughs> of the podcast. Is she going to say, she just needs to say hello. Hello. Yeah, there it is. She's giving us some kill clips because she's awesome. Thanks, Kat. You're welcome. Um, Kat, real quick, uh, what's the best gym in the Huntsville area? CrossFit and Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. If you want, if you're listening to this and you live in the Huntsville area, you are probably already going to CrossFit and Bakery, but... Or you're a loser. (laughs) (laughs) But if you don't, you need to come check out CrossFit Invigorate because we have the best coaches, the best owners, the best facility, obviously. Smartest, best looking. Smartest, almost best looking. I mean, we have... We have Dusty a part of our staff and Mabry, so, but I'm there, so you guys can still come and see me. All right, guys, we're going to sign off, but this Thank episode you. has been brought to you by Fanny Packs, uh, the only way to carry your stuff, Fanny Packs. A.K.A. Bum Bag. Bum Bag. All right, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of Reaching for the Bars podcast. We had a lot of fun up in Kentucky rooting on our very own Mary, Mary Helen Saunders and also... Uh, our very own Region for the Bar, Region for the Bars podcast co-host, Mabry Cook. Uh, Dusty, how do you think the event went, went in, as, throughout the weekend? It was really fun. Everybody did really, really good. Uh, Mary, Helen, and Mabry definitely gave it their all. Uh, Mabry won or did the best in events that nobody thought he was going to do the best at. So that was pretty fun. Um, we also hope you guys enjoyed this style of episode with uh, short clips. It was a lot of fun to do. And Caleb? Uh, big congratulations to Mary, Hel- Mary Helen for winning top of the box this past weekend. And um, I think that's about it. So this episode, again, brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer. If you want a great buzz without all the calories, Bud Light Seltzer. All right, guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye.